This is Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for joining us on a Friday edition of the show. A lot to get to on today's edition of the podcast. Going to preview BYU and Utah State in the Beehive Classic on the Hardwoods. BYU basketball in action against their in-state nationally ranked rival. We'll also talk with BYU wide receiver Micah Simon. A fantastic conversation about his BYU career, his relationship with Kalani Satake and the like. You don't want to miss this conversation. And of course, we'll catch you up on everything else going on in BYU sports news as well. Today's show is brought to you by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union. Can't thank them enough for their continued support of the podcast. Also brought to you today by our good friends at Spotify. We'll tell you about both of those companies as the show rolls on today as well. With that rundown in place, let's get started. This is Locked On Cougars for December 13th, 2019. What's up, guys? I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. And thanks again for taking the time to download this, your daily podcast, all focused on BYU sports, the Locked On Cougars podcast. A lot to get to on today's show, obviously, but this podcast is available everywhere podcasts can be found. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play Store, Anywhere and everywhere a podcast can be listened to and or downloaded, etc., you can find this podcast. I would encourage you guys, hit that subscribe or follow button on the podcast you're listening to. So that way you never miss an episode of the show because we are available for you guys each and every day talking BYU sports, aiming to be your one-stop shop for all things BYU sports news, giving you the, all the news you need to know each and every day, as well as insider information, as well as exclusive conversations you can't find anywhere else. We'll get to a conversation I had with Micah Simon here in just a little bit, but we're going to start off on the hardwoods today, talking BYU basketball. BYU set to take part in the Beehive Classic as they square off against Utah State tomorrow. Big opportunity here for the Cougars. Utah State, obviously, nationally ranked. They had a fantastic season a year ago. A breakout performance from guys like Sam Merrill. Nemesh Keta was absolutely phenomenal for the Aggies. And now that he's back on the court for Utah State, BYU has got their work cut out for him. One of the more surprising results looking back on last season for BYU is how easily they defeated Utah State in the game in Provo at the Marriott Center. BYU just had their way with Utah State in that game. It didn't hurt that BYU shot the ball lights out in that game, if I recall correctly, and it was just an impressive performance by BYU considering how deep in the NCAA tournament Utah State went. They started out this season as a nationally ranked team in the preseason poll. They've been that way since starting the season. The only loss on their record to this point is a loss at St. Mary's earlier this year. Obviously, St. Mary's one of BYU's major longtime uh, thorns in their side when it comes to West Coast Conference play. They struggle; they've forever struggled against Randy Bennett's squad, and Utah State struggled in their own right. But this is a big time opportunity for BYU to put a quality win together uh, on their resume. They've already got a number of them this season. Virginia Tech comes to mind. Houston. Uh, UCLA, I think, will be a pretty good win, all things considered. They have some tough losses as well at Boise State, obviously the loss to Utah. But playing in the friendly confines of Vivint Smart Home Arena for the second time in just a week, they've played in this arena, what, seven days ago when they blew out UNLV. Hopefully BYU can find find the same shooting stroke they had against the Rebels in this game. It's going to be a lot tougher of an opponent than UNLV is, I can tell you guys that much. Sam Merrill is the lead guy for 
for BYU, not BYU, lead guy for Utah State in this game. He's averaging a shade over 17 points per game for the Aggies this year. A guy who's a fringe NBA prospect. I think he's got all the tools to make it in the NBA. We'll see if he ultimately gets that opportunity. But he is um, flanked by two fantastic forwards in their own right. One is Justin Bean, and this guy... Holy smokes, he's a double-double machine, and he's been that way with Nemesh Keta out with a knee injury that he suffered in an international play earlier this offseason. Nemesh Keta re- uh, returned to action this past weekend, so seven days ago, and with Nemesh Keta still working his way back, Justin Bean has been nothing short of phenomenal. Averaging just around 15 points a game, a shade under 12 rebounds a game, he has been absolutely lights out, and BYU's going to have their work cut out for them trying to slow down Justin Bean, in addition now to having to slow down Nemesh Keta. Keta, having played two games in his return from a knee injury, like I said, he suffered in international play. BYU's got their work cut out for him in this game. Yoli Childs, Kobe Lee, they're going to have their hands full as they try to defend these guys. A guy, and I'm not talking about just guys in general, guys like Alfonso Anderson come off the bench and have been absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. Actually, Alfonso Anderson's been starting most of this year for Utah State, so excuse me in terms of me downgrading him. He's averaging around 12 points a game, and also Diogo Brito averaging uh, just under 11 points per game so far this year, and Brock Miller, a guy who's very solid in his own right, averaging just over 9 points per game. So Utah State, a very balanced team in terms of their scoring opportunities. Any guy on any given night can light it up for Utah State. BYU is going to have their work cut out for them in this game. On the interior, guys like Nimi Ishketa and Justin Bean are going to be a handful for Yoli Childs, as well as Kobe Lee, Dalton Nixon, Zach Selyus, um, Connor Harding. Whoever's playing interior defense for BYU has got to be very smart with their fouls in this game because you can guarantee that Utah State has seen the film against Utah. They've seen all this film from BYU all year long, and they also understand the scouting report. Attack BYU on the interior, get them into foul trouble, and you can win basketball games against the Cougars. BYU, they're a great equalizer. It's been a great equalizer all year long. Is their three-point shooting? Will it hold up once again for another game in the friendly confines of Vivint Smart Home Arena? Where BYU, if you haven't, if you don't recall this from last week, they have won 14 straight times. They have played at Vivint Smart Home Arena. They usually play at least one game up there each year. This year they're playing two, having already blown out UNLV and the Beehive Classic this uh, tomorrow in this game for Utah State. I think it's a big-time opportunity for BYU, a nationally ranked Utah State team. Obviously, it's a rivalry. Utah State fans absolutely despise BYU. BYU fans, conversely, not huge fans of the Aggies in their own right. So I think it's a fantastic opportunity for BYU in this game. And obviously, with the Beehive Classic going on, it's just a fun environment because obviously, you have four of the four big programs in, B- in Utah squaring off on the same day at Vivint Smart Home Arena, Weber State and we Vivint Smart Home Arena, excuse me, Weber State and Utah will square off in the opening game of that, and then BYU will face off against the Aggies at five o'clock tomorrow. I think this is a massive, massive opportunity for BYU to continue to bolster their non-conference resume. Mark Pope has made it no secret that he wants his team playing their best basketball, obviously come late in the season when West Coast Conference play is coming to a close and they're getting ready for the tournament, etc. But 
if you want to put together a pretty good at-large resume if it comes to it, because it doesn't look like Gonzaga slowing down anytime soon, and St. Mary's has been absolutely phenomenal this year in their own right, so BYU's got their work cut out for them. If you want to put a quality win on your resume along with the Houston win, the Virginia Tech win, etc., well, go beat a nationally ranked Utah State team. It's a neutral court, obviously, but having the nationally ranked moniker and a quadrant one win, according to the new net ratings when it comes to the NCAA, by beating Utah State, it'd be just a massive, massive result for the for, for BYU if they're able to win this game. It's going to be a tough game to win. There's no doubt about it. I think it's going to be close throughout. But if BYU shoots like they did a week ago against UNLV, and that's a tall task. If you shoot over 50% from three-point range in any given game, that's just a phenomenal outing. But if BYU shoots the clip they've been shooting at, a shade over 40% on the season, They'll very much be in this game, and they will give Utah State everything they can handle. It's just a matter of can BYU defensively slow down the weapons that Utah State has. Craig Smith, the coach up there in Logan, I don't think he's long for Logan. I think he's going to have a big-time job calling him because of what he's done in just under two years at Utah State. It's a big opportunity for BYU in this game, and I think if they can go out and get a win, it's just another feather in the cap for BYU when it comes to their non-conference resume for the upcoming NCAA tournament. They've been unabashed in their desire about, unabashed in their hopes and desires to get back to the NCAA tournament. Of course, this is a big-time opportunity staring them in the face to put another pelt, uh, put another big-time win on their resume for the NCAA Tournament Committee to consider when it comes tournament decision time in late, oh, not late March, early March as NCAA Tournament gets underway with March Madness. So, Huge, huge game tomorrow. I would encourage you guys, go out to this game. Tickets are still available, if I'm not mistaken. You can go to check it out. The Vivint Smart Home Arena. The amenities there have been absolutely phenomenal since they remodeled the arena. It's where my radio station is based. I work there every day, and I, I enjoy working there every day. And when that building is is bumping, a lot of fans in it, there's nothing like it. I would expect with BYU and Utah State squaring off, as well as Weber State and Utah, you're going to have a lot of college basketball fans, around the building. I think the environment is going to be absolutely phenomenal. And I would encourage you guys, take the opportunity to go watch this game. 5 o'clock for BYU and Utah State. Earlier on at 1 o'clock, Utah and Weber State squaring off. You make a full day of it. Go find some dinner after the game. Should be a fun day in downtown Salt Lake City. I would encourage you guys to go check that out. All right, we'll catch you up uh, with Micah Simon here in just a minute. Had a great conversation with him. He is one of my favorite interviews on BYU's football team. Has a great relationship with Kalani Satake. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. Before we do that, though, reminder for you guys, if you're a Spotify listener, use the Spotify wrapped feature to show us your top Locked On podcast listening for the year. Take a screenshot, tag at Locked On Live. Also tag Locked On Cougars or my personal Twitter feed at Jacob C. Hatch. Uh, send us a screenshot. We'll make sure to give you a shout out, a share, and a retweet to make sure that listeners see how often you've been listening to the Locked On Cougars podcast. Would encourage you guys' support of this venture. I think it's a lot of fun. You've probably seen this all over social media, and it's something fun that we're doing here on the Locked On Podcast Network as well. All right, guys, had a chance to catch up with Micah Simon, BYU senior wide receiver. Of course, his final game upcoming in the SoFi Hawaii Bowl on Christmas Eve there in Honolulu, Hawaii. He is a guy who is very proud of his 
BYU career, what he's overcome, all the different things he's gone through. He has been through it all. Honestly, you'll hear him talk about this in this conversation, an exclusive conversation, a one-on-one I had with him uh, talking about his career at BYU. He also has a special relationship with Kalani Satake. He'll detail that a little more in depth as well as just kind of his overall thoughts on getting ready for this upcoming bowl game. So without further ado, I'll get out of the way, even though I'm going to be part of this conversation, and let you guys hear from Micah Simon, BYU senior receiver, right here exclusively on Locked On Cougars. Micah, let's start off. You guys put up 400 yards of offense, but only the three points. What was the frustration level from your unit after that game in San Diego? Yeah, super frustrated. Um, you know, we had one of the highest total yards of offenses that uh, that, that team's given up, but, you know, you know, one of the lowest point totals, and that was something that just really stung with us because we, we were able to move the ball a lot, but uh, just kept kind of hurting ourselves and, and putting us in bad decisions, bad uh, situations that when we couldn't uh, couldn't overcome. We've heard I've heard I've talked to coaches about the red zone, and when you guys get down there, the field shortens obviously, and you guys have their defenders have less area to cover. Has that been an emphasis in terms of discussing like, hey, we got inside the ten yard line that many times, we need to punch it in here? Yeah, no doubt. I, that's that's been the emphasis all year. Um, anytime we're in the red zone, that's that's the money area. You have to put points on the board, and we can't uh, we can't rely on on special teams to give us those points. We're we're the offense, and we're we're the ones just go down there and score. So that's 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 on us, and we have to be better. In terms of your personal season so far, we've seen you really step up. Of course, there's the Tennessee game, but since then you've become one of the more consistent options in terms of quarterback just looking for you down the field. What's that been like for you personally? Uh, yeah, it's just you know the hard work I've put in and, and the trust that I've gained from from uh, the coaches and from you know my teammates and quarterbacks and. Uh, you know, yeah, it's just something that I've been just working hard on and just trying to be a reliable uh, receiver and somebody that uh, that this team can trust. Has this been kind of the season you've been hoping you could have in a BYU uniform? Uh, I mean, I, I'm really just here for, for the wins, to be honest. Uh, you know, I just wanted to – that was my goal coming into this season was just do do what I can to, to help the team win games. And, you know, I've done that in, in, in some games. And there's also some games where I go back and watch and, and wish I could have done some more to, to help us. Um, so, yeah, you know, has, the season hasn't gone exactly how we've wanted it to, but we've got one more game to go, and uh, we'll try to end on a high note. What's the excitement level for this team, knowing you guys are going to Hawaii to play that game? Yeah, super excited. I mean, always, always fun to to have another trip to a nice place um, with with your uh, with your teammates, with your brothers, um, and you know, one of those bittersweet moments for me, just knowing that it's it'll be my last you know trip with these guys, mm-hmm. my last you know game, and you know whatever fun activities we do, it'll it's, you know it'll be my last with, with these guys. So. Um, definitely uh, bittersweet, but I'm, I'm definitely going to enjoy enjoy the moment and just take it day by day. You know, even even starting now, you know these these practices, I only have so many left, and I'll just enjoy it. What's it been like knowing that you're looking at your final game in a BYU uniform? Is that is it weird? Uh, yeah, it is just a little. It can be a little weird. I think uh, I've, I've tried not to kind of get caught up in all that mm-hmm. and. Uh, just try to play my game and just prepare the way I've been preparing all year and uh, I'll just continue to do that these next next few weeks and just be ready to go on the 24th when it comes to Kalani standing over there we've seen you have you have a really close relationship with him what's it been like playing for a coach like that 
It's been amazing uh, to have somebody that you can talk to about anything, somebody that can relate to every player, uh, somebody that um, you know you can just joke around with, and, and he can joke right back with you. Uh, it's it's awesome, you know. I, he's such a great coach, but but more than that, just a great person, and and you know he's he's a father figure to some guys' lives, you know, or an older brother, just things like that, and and uh, you know that's kind of how I look him like an older brother, just just a just a joking joking guy, and uh, me and him get along so well, and and that's that's I think that's what you know just every every player wants is to have a coach like that and there's there's so many guys on our team that have you know a coach that they can go to for Mm -hmm. for things like that and and it's not always your position coach and that's that's what makes this place so special and so new so unique man it's just that the the family bond we have and how close this whole program is together it's just it's uh it's something to see when it comes to working you you mentioned sometimes it's position coach sometimes it's a coordinator in your case it might be Kalani What's it like? I want to ask you about Fessy, your position coach. What's it like working with him? With, with Fessy? Yeah, with Fessy. Yeah, oh, it's it's been it's been great. Uh, I love Fessy. Great coach, great person. Uh, me and him get along, um, you know, just as well as as you know Kalani and I do. And maybe that could be just because they're brothers and they're like the same person. I don't know, but <laughs> they are similar. Yeah, yeah, they're a little similar. But uh, yeah, uh, Fessy and I have a great relationship. We we talk about so many things, um, you know, on the field, off the field, and he's. He's uh, somebody that I, I trust a lot, and and, uh, and he trusts me as well. And uh, it's been great to, to have him uh, as my coach for the past couple of years. Jumping back and talking about Kalani for a second, in your time playing for him, how have you seen him change, if at all? Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely um, learned a lot being you know as a head coach and being you know, being his first year. There's obviously you know a lot of ups and downs and a lot of things that he has to work with and, and deal with, and then. Um, you know, just seeing how he's kind of just changed year by year, and what what he expects from us and what he needs from us, it's it's been great. And uh, you know, I, I was kind of talking to some other guys about this the other day. It was just that you know I've kind of been through kind of any you know imaginable season here. To be honest, you know, <laughs> my my first year, um, you know, we won nine games and went to a bowl game. And my second year, redshirted, still won eight games, went to a bowl game, and then. You know, had the four and nine season and didn't have a bowl game, and that was super tough um, for this program and for 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 all of us. And then you know, able to bounce back last year and make it to a bowl game, and then you know have some you know great program wins the past couple yeah. of years. You know, I've just been through it all, and and you know he's been through it all as well. And you just see how he how he handles all those situations and how he handles adversity and how he handles the highs and the lows. And and it's just somebody that you. Uh, that you really want to kind of, kind of be like, you know, mm-hmm. he's he's somebody that carries himself um, in a, in a great way, and some someone that all the players, you know, strive to be, and that's why we love him so much. This may be something to ask you after this upcoming game, but have you considered or thought about what you'll take away from your time playing at BYU? Yeah, I haven't thought about it too much, but I think for sure um, one thing is just um, probably just handling adversity. You know, I think. Uh, um, as a program, we've had it, and and individually, you know, I've had it. You know, uh, switching positions, having a red shirt, a second, you know, my second season, that you know, that's uncommon. Uh, you know, uh, kind of having high expectations for for myself, you know, one year, and, and not not play so well, and not live, live up to those, and 
have to just get back to work and come back another year and then do do better. You know, I think it's just the handling adversity and just knowing that you got to just put your head down and, and work. And, you know, nobody really cares what you're going through. You just got to work and, and, and um, just work harder. And, and uh, it's at the end of the day, you, you control what, what you can control. And, and it's, it's all on me. Control the controllable, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Micah, thanks so much. Yeah, appreciate it. There you go. Micah Simon, BYU senior wide receiver, and a fantastic conversation. Can't thank him enough. And you can tell he will treasure his time at BYU. I'm excited to see whatever is next for Micah. I think he is deserving of at least an NFL training camp invite with his strong senior season. We'll see if the NFL scouts agree. I think he's just had a phenomenal career. He's overcome so much. You heard him talk about a position change. Redshirting his second year in the program, which is very atypical of how college football works. So many different things he's overcome. And the and the relationships he has built at BYU, as you heard him say, will last him a lifetime. Particularly his relationship with Kalani Satake, calling him like an older brother. And you can tell these two, they absolutely adore one another. They love each other. And I don't mean that in a sappy way. They are just just brothers in arms and it's awesome to see and I think it's a fantastic thing to see Micah Simon doing what he's doing he's been nothing but a stalwart representative of BYU and the BYU football program he's been instrumental on getting multiple recruits to commit to BYU one of them Tyson Williams obviously it's a long shot at him getting his hardship year back from the NCAA but Let's put it this way. Without Micah Simon, BYU probably doesn't get Tyson Williams to commit to the BYU football program. And that goes for multiple recruits in the same vein. Because Micah Simon... While not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, he's been about as good of a representative of BYU, Brigham Young University, and the BYU football program as you will find in the entire history of the BYU football program. I don't have a problem saying that one bit. He has been nothing short of remarkable in his time in Provo, and I will miss him for one. I think a lot of BYU fans would agree with me, and can't thank him enough for taking the time to join us here on Locked On Cougars. All right, we'll catch up on everything else going on in BYU Sports News next. Huge weekend in recruiting this weekend. BYU hosting a number of recruits. We'll detail some of those guys who will be on campus this weekend to check out the amenities, etc., and enjoy their official visits. Coming up here in just a moment. Before we do that, though, reminder for you guys that Deseret First Credit Union is the title sponsor of Locked On Cougars. Hey, I didn't screw that up today. Awesome. Deseret First Credit Union, they share a faith-based bond with all of its members. They also celebrate the unique goals and passions of their individual members. They're asking everybody right now, what is your why? Whatever it might be, do you want to travel to more BYU away games? Do you want to go fly fishing? Do you want to travel more? Regardless of whatever your motivation is, have you considered refinancing your home loan to save yourself some money and put more money back into your pocket to go chase that passion project? With a no-cost refinance from Deseret First Credit Union, you can get locked into a low rate, guys. Rates right now are sitting in the threes. I just finished refinancing my home loan. I am now sitting in the threes and be saving a, a bundle of money each and every month, and I am super excited for that. You can get locked into that low rate for absolutely nothing with a no-cost refinance with DFCU and potentially save yourself up to hundreds of dollars a month, guys. I don't know why you wouldn't at least explore this. Call the Deseret First Credit Union mortgage team with whatever financial 
financial situation you find yourself in. First time home buyers, you're looking for your dream home, you've got investment properties, they are here to help, guys. Give them a call, 801-456-7070, 801-456-7070, or visit dfcu.com to apply in just five minutes or less. Deseret First Credit Union, you know why, we show how. Of course, membership and eligibility required, OAC, terms and conditions apply, equal housing lender. All right, guys, catching up on everything else going on in BYU sports news. And I screwed up when we talked about the Utah State game earlier. So my apologies. You show up at 5 o'clock, well, guess what? You'll be, able to, you'll be there early. BYU and Utah State set to play at 6 o'clock Mountain Time. That game will be televised on BYU TV. My bad on the misinformation there. I was reading a different um, time than I originally anticipated. So 6 o'clock Mountain Time as Utah State squares off against BYU. Still a fantastic environment up there at Vivint Smart Home Marita. I would encourage you guys to check it out. If you can't make it, watch it on BYU TV or listen to the game on the BYU radio network across all of the different channels they have there. BYU women's basketball will be in action tomorrow as well. They host Utah Valley University, so the crosstown rivalry with the Wolverines. 2 o'clock Mountain Time at the Marriott Center. That game also will be televised on BYU TV. Live stream on the BYU TV app if you want to catch them in action there as well. So a lot of basketball this weekend to enjoy. One other thing on the BYU football front is they have a number of official visits coming up this weekend for a number of high-level recruits as BYU looks to round out the recruiting class Obviously, the early signing day opens up next week, Wednesday through Friday, or the three-day window when athletes can sign their national letter of intent. Uh, Of course, we'll have that covered for you when it gets here, but some guys are going to be enjoying visits this weekend include the likes of Preston Rex, Cody Epps, and these are people I've heard of uh, making their visits this week. Nukulive Halu from Tooele High School, Devin Downing from American Fork, Drayson Havea from Provo High School, Bodhi Schoonover from American Fork High School. A lot of the top um, athletes in BYU's recruiting class who have already committed will be making visits on this weekend. But in the case of guys like Cody Epps, who is a standout player from Southern California, not a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but very much interested in BYU. It's very important to get guys who are committed to BYU, want to be there in the same room with guys like a Cody Epps to really kind of sell him on the program. I think it'll be awesome to see. Uh, BYU's quarterback recruit for this upcoming class, Sol J. Mayava, expected to make the visit as well this weekend. So a massive, massive weekend for BYU in terms of their official visits. I would encourage you guys, if you want full coverage of this, my good friends over at Cougar Sports Insider, Jeff Hansen, is the best of the best when it comes to BYU recruiting. If you don't subscribe to Cougar Sports Insider, I know it's money that has to come out of your pocket, but I can tell you guys this much. Cougar Sports Insider, they have it covered top to bottom. Jeff is the best of the best. I would encourage you guys, if you're looking for the best recruiting coverage when it comes to BYU sports, check out Cougar Sports Insider. I don't hold a candle to covering recruiting the same way that they do over at CSI. So I would encourage you guys to support Jeff, Mitch Harper, and those guys over there at CSI by considering subscribing to their website. They do a great job. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the show. Hopefully you guys all have a great day. We'll have a hopefully a postcast edition of the podcast tomorrow following BYU and Utah State squaring off in basketball. If not, we'll be back on Monday, obviously recapping everything going on in BYU sports news like we normally do. Thanks again for supporting the show. It's available on all major podcatchers. We are brought to you by our title sponsor, Deseret First Credit Union. Please support them, 801-456-7070 for any and all um, of your financial needs. Also check them out at dfcu.com. 
Enjoy whatever left of your weekend whenever you hear this. We'll talk to you guys soon. This has been Locked On Cougars for December 13th, 2019.